This episode of the OP Radio Podcast, sponsored by Manscaped. They got new products, body wash and two-in-one shampoo and conditioner. It's going to make you smell like a man. So you got to go to manscaped.com. Use the promo code OP, O-P-I-E, for 20% off and free shipping. Maiden, you are first on the YouTube, my friend. Welcome to my little live stream. We got Rich Donovan. How are you, buddy? What's going on with you? Scott Watson, congratulations. You are first on the Facebook. We got Lisa Connor saying good afternoon, Buttercup. We got David Strauss. Uh, let's get some regulars on the screen here. Vincent Scaramuza. What's up, Vincent? Nero Wynn. Uh, what's going on, Nero Wynn, off the YouTube? You got the Ben Turner. You got the Rachel up there in Minnesota. You got John Morreale. It looks like Vivek Sharma. How are you, GH? I'm good, man. Well, I'm tired. You know, you, you might be thinking... What is, what is Ope trying to look cool with those uh, with those Ray-Bans and that hat? Actually, I'm not trying to look cool with the Ray-Bans and the hat. I am exhausted, and uh, the kid's face doesn't come back as quick as it used to. I used to bounce back, you know, maybe slightly puffy eyes after a long, nice weekend, and now it takes, now it takes till Tuesday. I'm not going to lie to you. Till Tuesday. Wait, till Tuesday. That would be a... That would be a great name for a band, man. Let's think that over a little bit. A little bit. What's up, Cody Zone? Um, so now it takes till Tuesday. So instead of like putting on the, the Ray-Bans to look cool, it's uh, it's uh, covering up a world of hurt. I'm not going to lie to you. I got to be honest with you, uh, you effers. What's up, uh, Debbie, up there in Boston? And Be Oh, Benjamin Tucker. Ooh, Mr. Moneybags is in the room today. What's up, Benjamin? How are you, brother? And uh, Andy Volan, of course. A Andy Volan, I liked your Halloween costume. You went as, uh, uh, as Bob from Bob's Burger. How do you know that? Well, because I hang out on the private Facebook group. We got a, a lovely crew on the private Facebook group. You click uh, support now on, on my regular Facebook page, and you can join a great group of people. Uh, we went down to Philly for Halloween for the kids, and uh, we had a great, great time. But we didn't get back to New York City until... I think it was midnight, and then I had to walk the dog for 20 minutes, and then I finally went to bed at 12.30. I was up at, uh, at 6, so I'm, uh, I'm, I'm dragging a little bit, but the kids had a, a, a great time uh, trick-or-treating with their cousins down there in Philly. It is by far the best place, I would say, in America to uh, trick-or-treat for Halloween. All the houses are relatively close to each other. They're, they're row homes, so, man, in an hour and a half... You could knock off easily 100 houses. I mean, they, they came back with their pillowcases, and they were uh, heavy. Uh, and I, I felt good about it because last year we were stuck at the ocean. Not that that's a bad place to, um, to be stuck at. And we had to do some trick-or-treating <laughs> in an area that is known for summer and not fall. So there weren't a lot of people around. There weren't a lot of Halloween decorations around. There weren't a lot of trick-or-treaters around. 
and me and my wife, we made the best of it and, and, and try to make it like it was a cool special thing, but nothing beats going down to uh, Philly to trick-or-treat with uh, their cousins. Jennifer Ferris, nice view today. We didn't get a ton of trick-or-treaters, but a decent turnout. I wish my black... What? Oh, oh my... That's why, that's why I love doing these. I swear. I mean, the sun, as you can tell, is brutal. I mean, the sun's going down. Uh, I thought the rest of her comment was, I wish my black was more into it. But she wanted to say, I wish my block was more into it. Oh, my God. By the way, Jennifer Ferris, you beat out Andy Vollen uh, as far as Halloween costumes go. Uh, uh, Jennifer's uh, part of the private Facebook group and uh, she posted her Halloween costume her costume I gotta tell you man she went as Mrs. Roper and I was like bravo she even had uh, the house coat I think they were called house coats right uh, what uh, Mrs. Roper wore but it was hilarious Jennifer first bravo to you uh, let's see what's Sean saying what's up Shawnee how are you buddy what was the most offensive costume this year? Brian Laundry. Um, I didn't see any offensive costumes because I think everyone finally got scared. There was a time for many, many decades, many decades, not just a couple of years, where it was accepted to dress up in the most horrific costume for Halloween. And everyone understood that, except time. Because then they uh, they went back in time and they found out all the, all the uh, people... Uh, putting on blackface for their Halloween costumes, and now decades later they're getting them in trouble. But it was just understood that you tr- you tried to be as offensive as possible with your Halloween costume. And man, I'm here to say I didn't see any because I think people are really really scared, unfortunately, of that stupid cancel culture. And no, I don't know where the, I don't know where the people live that are are pushing this cancel culture. Uh, agenda because I walked around Philly trick-or-treating and man the jokes were flying they were making fun of everybody and everything and I'm like yeah this area doesn't uh, they're not playing with that stupid cancel culture so but with that said uh, that that cancel culture is so powerful that I think people are really scared to break out the offensive uh, Halloween costume so People that dressed as Michael Jackson are shaking in their boots. Yeah, yeah, exactly, Rachel. 100%. But when they did it, society said, society said that it was okay. It was accepted. But that doesn't matter uh, with these cancel culture people. Like I said, I don't know where they live, but wherever they live, when wherever they have their meetings, they've decided, even though it was accepted at one time in society, it's not accepted anymore, and they're going to go back in time with their time machine, and they're going to get you in trouble. Not cool, man. Jennifer Furs, what did your kids uh, dress as? As you know, I, I keep my kids very, very private. Other people that are in the public eye, oh, they don't, they don't care, and they put their kids out you know, front and center so they can get likes and hits on all their uh, social media. But uh, by now, you know, I, I keep them relatively very private, actually. But I, I will tell you, my, my daughter went as a uh, panda. She wanted to, well, she she came up with this costume last year. It was absolutely amazing, a little panda bear. But uh, like I said earlier, uh, the trick-or-treating was so bad at the ocean that she didn't really get to show too many people her panda 
bear outfits. So this year she said, you know what, I'm redoing it because it's a huge party and it's very festive down in Philly. And I want people to see my, uh, my panda costume. So she went as a panda bear. And my son went as, uh, I think my son got costume of the night. And I'm, I know I'm biased on that, but um, everyone was saying costume of the night. And it was really simple. It was basically like a, a lime green alien. And it looked like the lime green alien was carrying a baby version of him. You know, you guys have seen those costumes. And that's all he had. He put that shit on and people were like, this is the best costume of the night. So uh, there you have it. Oh, I know you're more. Li- I'm not liberal. Holy shit. Oh, I know you're more liberal. No, I'm not more liberal. I, I hate the amount of taxes I'm paying. I despise it. I hate cancel culture. I despise that. Uh, so uh, those are two biggies that, uh, guess what, liberals pretty much don't mind. Opie, I know you're more liberal-leaning and don't like Trump. Do you think the political correctness uh, we're seeing is worse long-term for the country, or do you think Trump's term was worse long-term? I, look, I, you know where I fall at this point. I, I, I think Trump wasn't a great president. But I, well, relax, 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 relax. And if you would have waited instead of getting triggered and fired up, I, I would have uh, continued by saying, and I think Biden is a bad president. I think with the cancel culture thing, we used to joke about this, but the pendulum will swing back the other way. It's just uh, how human nature is. It's like the cancel culture is getting so ridiculous that it will absolutely swing back the other way. Rachel, it doesn't have anything to do with Trump. It's uh, uh, Gen Z. So so start at home and wrangle in your monsters. Yeah, I think you're right. These kids today, right? These kids today. So a couple things. I um, I finished the, uh, the McCartney 321 documentary on Hulu. There were six episodes. Does anyone know if that's it? Are they making more? It just ends. There's no real ending to the documentary. Uh, if you don't know what it's about, it's uh, basically Rick Rubin and Paul McCartney in a studio, and they're they're uh, playing back a lot of classic songs from Paul McCartney, uh, mostly Beatles stuff, but also some of uh, Paul McCartney's uh, solo stuff and, and some of the stuff he did with Wings and uh, the song he did for the James Bond movie. And Rick Rubin is just moving the faders up and down, and he's like, oh, listen to the bass line here, and then why did you do this? And they just uh, explain the ins and outs of a lot of really, really famous uh, Beatles songs. And um, it is beyond fascinating, and it was only six episodes, and it just ended. So I'm not sure if they're doing more episodes and they're going to do a season two. Uh, Does anyone know? Does anyone have any info on this? Because it was really, really good. And you learn that creativity is fucking fascinating because sometimes something just happens out of luck. For example, um, Paul McCartney was on a plane with a roadie and they were eating. And the roadie basically said, can you pass the salt and pepper? And Paul McCartney goes, what? Because he misheard him. And the guy goes, pass the salt and pepper. I'm eating or whatever, right? And Paul McCartney goes, oh, I thought you said Sergeant Pepper. Pass the Sergeant Pepper. And then in his dumb head, he goes, that would be a good character for a Beatles song, and, uh, and the rest is history. You learn things like that. Um, what else did I learn? Oh, John Lennon came into the studio with um, Come Together, 
and it sounded a lot like an old blues song. The version that John Lennon came in with was a lot faster, and Paul McCartney suggested that um, they slow down the song and throw down a really dirty, cool uh, bass line, and they did that, and the rest is history. These are just little tidbits throughout the whole documentary that's on Hulu called McCartney 321. He does it with Rick Rubin. And there are a lot of people out there um, that try to be cool. They try to wear certain things and they overthink their outfits and how they look to be cool. And those people are never fucking cool. The people that are cool out there don't fucking try. They just are. And this Rick Rubin in the, um, in the Hulu documentary, McCartney 321, he's sitting there just in, I think he had shorts on, no shoes. He didn't shower or comb his hair for the thing. He's hanging out with one of the greatest uh, musicians of all time, uh, discussing Beatles songs, and he just doesn't care how he looks. He's just in the moment with Paul McCartney just talking about music. And that, my friend, is the true definition of cool. Rick Rubin is fucking cool. Pat Duffy, creativity is so weird. I've been trying to write a speech for my dad's birthday party, and I'll get writer's uh, I'll get writer's block so bad. Then out of nowhere, I'll get this crazy burst and write out three great paragraphs. Weird how the brain works like that. Oh, brother, man, you're tapping into some deep shit. My dad, he taught me that there are uh, you could call them whatever you want. Let me bow though. You can call them whatever. Oh wait, I could do this. Give you guys a little little something something on the forehead. You know. While Biden's uh, pooping his pants at the Vatican, I'll give you some water. Cool, cool water. Oh. That's an Eddie Money song. It's a great song. Um, but my dad, uh, you can call it whatever you want, but uh, he basically said that there are angels on the other side. And when you're having problems and issues, and, uh, and he especially talked about creativity, uh, while you're sleeping... The angels are hard at work helping you out, either uh, trying to solve a, a, a question you had before you went to bed or like giving you a little burst of creativity if that's what you're into. Um, but he really believed there are, there are other beings from another dimension on the other side that, uh, that helps us out, especially when we're sleeping. So maybe that's what's going on, Pat Duffy, you know. Someone uh, from the other side, one of these angels, like my dad would call them. You could call them whatever you want. Um, knew you were struggling and knew how much it meant to you and uh, just gave you a little push. A little push. I don't know. I like to think that's real. What's your favorite Beatles uh, song? It changes all, all the time, man. I heard Come Together today during the Hulu documentary, McCartney 321, and then I started thinking that could be my favorite uh, Beatles song, but... Then I hear I am the walrus. I like I like uh I like their trippy stuff big time. But then something in the way. How do you not like that song? Oh, speaking of which, Pat, uh Paul McCartney sort of had a story uh, like that. Um yesterday came to him while he was sleeping. And he believes that it came from a very uh, special spiritual place. And he was very very happy that uh he remembered that song when uh, when he woke up the next day. But he's like, I had no business or no reason to come up with a song like this. And he bows. He bows to a higher power. 
and really believes that uh, that song and, and the creativity and the creative burst he got came from somewhere else. I think that's kind of cool to think about. Carry That Weight is my favorite Beatles song, Pat Duffy says. It's short and part of a longer melody, but listen to the lyrics. Man, yeah, that whole uh, montage. I'm not, I'm not a, a Beatles uh, aficionado, so I'll, I'll get a lot of this shit wrong. This is where we need uh, uh, Vicpedia, as in Vic Henley, who is just brilliant at this stuff. But I think um, the Beatles, if I'm not mistaken, someone out there could help me. I believe they had a whole bunch of unfinished songs and their time as the Beatles was coming to an end. And then they got the bright idea. I don't know if it was George Martin or whoever, um, but they got the bright idea to string all these uh, partially written slash finished songs together and make it into one cool ass uh, melody. I believe that's what happened there. I don't know. I danced in my life by the Beatles with my mom at my wedding, so that's up there as well. Fuck yeah, man. That's a great song. Oh, I just got brand new products from Manscaped.com in the mail. I got a body wash, and I got a two-in-one shampoo and conditioner. I used both of them, and now I smell like a man. Wait, you can't say smell like a man anymore, I don't think. Am I going to get canceled? Don't cancel me. Go to manscaped.com, use the promo code OPIE, O-P-I-E, for 20% off and free shipping. Ho, 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 gentlemen, the holidays came early here at Manscaped, the leading men's hygiene brand. Manscaped just launched new products, including their all-new ultra-premium body wash and a two-in-one shampoo and conditioner. And like I said, I used it today and I smell like a man! Is it okay I acknowledge that I smell like a man? What are the new rules? Does anyone know? Jingle balls to the walls, fellas, listen up. I think I did that line right. Nice. Untrimmed pubes are a thing of the past, and it's possible you have Santa's beard in your pants. Ho, ho, ho. It's time to leave your significant other some cookies and milk at the bottom of your chimney. Oh, my. I'm talking about the Manscaped Performance Package 4.0. Inside the Performance Package 4.0, you'll find the signature lawnmower, you know, the electric trimmer. It's waterproof, so you can use it in the shower. It's like a gift to your partner with less mess. Before Manscaped, I would, uh, do you really want to know this? I would shave my pubes over the sink because I was scared to get the old-fashioned razor wet. (laughs) Pubes all day long, all over the place, not anymore with Manscaped. They also got the Crop Preserver and Crop Reviver. That's an anti-chafing ball deodorant, moisturizer, and toner. Oh, the Performance Package 4.0 also comes with a pair of boxers. Nice, real nice. And like I said, they got brand new products. You got to check it out for yourself, but they got a really nice body wash and a two-in-one shampoo and conditioner. Tis the season to load up a Manscaped product, so get yourself, your dad, your brother, and friends the best gift of all, the Manscaped Performance Package 4.0. And you get the 20% off. You get the free shipping with the code OPIE, O-P-I-E, at manscaped.com. Manscaped.com, promo code OPIE, O-P-I-E, to get 20% off and free shipping. Uh, at Get Parts with seven people. This guy wants to make sure I, um, everyone knows that I went to Get Parts and we had seven people there. Why does that matter to you? What is wrong with these people? I don't even know how many we had. It was a small uh, group, and, and I had an amazing time. So I, I don't know what you're trying to do. 
Do you understand, Dodge? I don't need to be famous anymore. I do this for the fun of it. Fuck, I'm having some growth lately. And uh, and if I make another run and, and have a huge show again, so be it. But I'm not, I'm not focused on that. Uh, oh, I'm about to be a first-time dad in a few weeks. Any advice for a first-time dad? Man, I was just talking about this the other day because my, my son is getting really tall out of nowhere. Jesus, he's going to probably be taller. He's only 11. And he'll probably be taller than me in two years. And um, I was uh, walking around with him down there in Philly. Now, we've been going to Philly for Halloween ever since he was a baby. So uh, besides the one we missed last year because of COVID, he's done it 10 or 11 times in the neighborhood in another year, maybe two. He's not even really going to want to be doing the trick-or-treating in that way anymore and um one of the neighbors who i know and love you know they have a very close-knit community down there we we all know each other very very well and this person's like wow he's getting so big and i said you know what man when i uh first became a father everyone looked at my tiny little kids and said uh you know it goes so fast how many parents out there? You've heard it. It goes so fast. And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I couldn't really comprehend that because they were just tiny little things, you know? I really wish I really let that sink in and listen to that because I, I think I would have uh, enjoyed uh, more moments and more days with my kids instead of assuming like uh, they're going to be this age forever or they're going to be into this little thing forever. So my advice to any new dad is to really just make sure your, your head's in the right place and, uh, and live in the moment and take it all in and realize that it absolutely goes really, really fast. You know, one of my biggest regrets um, when I was doing the Opie and Anthony show and I became a father, um, that show took so much of my attention, which goes back to that guy Dodge. This is why I don't I don't care about the numbers anymore. I, there was a time I gave a shit about the numbers. I had to be the biggest radio show, of course. But um, I sacrificed a lot uh, thinking that way. And one of the things, man, you know, um, the Opie and Anthony show took all of my attention. I mean all. A lot of people, they listen to the show like, oh, that's great. And they go on and do something else. And then um, the next day, they'll tune in again. You know, it's just... Uh, uh, natural human behavior. But for someone like me that was like the programming mind and the guy they unfortunately looked at as the boss, my day never ended. The Opie and Anthony show never ended. It was a 24-hour-a-day job. And I had little kids crawling around and walking and this and that. And certainly I, I believe I'm a, a, a very good father. I, I will pat myself on the back. But that show took a lot of time away from me hanging out with my kids. And I have, I have regrets as far as that goes. But when you have regrets, the important thing to do is to uh, realize your regrets and then make it better. And that's what I have done. And that's one of the reasons why I'm not in a hurry to build some giant, huge um, entity again. I'd rather, I, honestly, I'd rather watch my kids grow up for a while. Uh, Pat Duffy, uh, first time dad advice, no matter how bad it gets, enjoy every second of those first few months. Uh, you'll be miserable, tired, and stressed, uh, but that, that baby's a gift from the universe, and as long as you remember that, it'll work out. There you go. Should I say? <laughs> 
Oh, my God, I got the hiccup. Should I send you some readers? Yeah, that's very funny. I would never live in New York. I, well, we, we could come up here. We could be 500 feet in the air, and we don't have to deal with the garbage down below. It's the only reason I'm still here. Oh, my God, I'm blessed to have this. And we can escape up here, and we don't hear a soul, and we don't have to deal with anybody. So, But you're not wrong, man. You know, I kind of wish I did that differently, too. I never wanted to live in New York. I just hated the commute back in the day when we were crushing it uh, at WNEW. And um, me and Anthony would drive in. We would take turns carpooling. Then a lot of times I was on the Long Island Railroad. And then the Long Island Railroad wasn't an option anymore because we got so successful that I, I would just get incredibly bothered and I'd be stuck in a seat. Um, and everyone was cool, but everybody needed or wanted something and needed to talk to you. I mean, all cool stuff. Don't get me wrong. But uh, th then, then it came down to I, I really need to just relax and chill out. I can't, I can't do this every day on the train. And then, you know, I hated my girlfriend at the time. So I'm like, you know what? I'm going to make my life a lot easier. And I, uh, I moved uh, to New York City. But this isn't for me. I'm a suburb guy. I want to be able to jump in a goddamn car, get a stupid newspaper, get a cup of coffee and a bagel and, and just uh, chill out somewhere. But, um, but I mean, if we're going to live here, to live like this makes it a lot easier, obviously. You know, what I really want is a tree house, though. This is what I want. This is my ideal house. Big house in the suburbs, big pool, and then uh, hopefully a big yard with some woods. And then I want to pimp out a, uh, a tree house. That's my, that's my dream. I want the tree house to have the most amazing bed, a little TV, uh, a little desk so I can write or live stream, and uh, a little coffee maker and a tiny little fridge. Waterproof, weatherproof. Um, heated. That would be my dream. And I would love that uh, if it had a plank from the main house with little ropey things on the side, right? And, and the plank was a good 100, 150 feet, you know, kind of walking through the tree branches and the trees up above to get to my tree house with no real way of getting into the treehouse from down below. That would be my dream. I would love that. Uh, the Bills won over the, the Dolphins. I hope your football team won over the weekend. But I bring up football because it came to my attention, um, I don't know, a couple hours ago on the Twitter, that the Bills gave O.J. Simpson really nice seats, a luxury box. They gave him a luxury box at the uh, at the football game. That time is a weird, weird thing, man. I mean, I truly believe. I think I could say this. I, I you're scared to say it, but I truly believe that that OJ murdered those people. And then you fast forward, and it's like, hey, come watch the Bills in a luxury box. I think that's so fucked up. <laughs> Build a tree fort on top of the building I live in. Are you kidding me? We're not even allowed to leave our shoes in the hallway. Something's going on with this building. I'm more of a fan of uh, mask mandates than not. And I know that triggers people. I understand. And I'm not even going to argue this shit anymore with anybody, okay? Um, but uh, do what's right for you and your family. That's my, that's my new mantra. 
I used to be all in fighting the good fight. And I realized, you know what? People are going to do whatever they want. And as long as they're doing uh, what they think is right for them and their family, so be it. That's where I'm at with that, okay? Um, but in general, I believe, uh, you know, wearing a mask isn't a bad thing. But now I'm starting to get really mad because in this building, they're going to start fining you. First, I guess they openly scold you. They basically said, if, if we see you walking through the lobby without a mask, we're going to openly scold you. That's your first warning. And then uh, your second warning, you're going to be openly scolded and uh, you're going to be fined something like $100. Then it goes to $200 and then it goes to like $500. Just imagine, like people can't comprehend living in a building in a big city. That's why I like talking about this stuff. Imagine wherever you live, man. Let's say it's your house. And imagine going in and out of your house. There's someone on your driveway scolding you because you're not wearing a mask. As you're trying to, in this case, go to the elevator banks and go upstairs to your apartment. And they're going to scold you and they're going to fine you. And they're going to do the same thing with the, with the, the hallway because... Uh, you know, when it rains, no one wants their muddy shoes in the house. And these apartments, you know, you don't really got, you don't got one of those uh, mud rooms. We sort of do, I guess. But in general, if it rains, we leave our shoes out in the hallway to dry with our umbrellas. That's not okay anymore. They don't want anything in the halls. And they're trying to say it's a fire hazard. It's not a fire hazard. Oh, my God. Can any employee find you? Sounds like a tip-getting scam. Yeah, I don't know what they're going to do with that money if they know. I mean, there are people in this building, they're livid over this new rule, and they are, are not going to accept it. I'm telling you right now. They're not going to accept this. But there's somebody that's trying to control this building, and it's getting weird. That is why I want to live in the woods away from people. Have fun making me wear a mask in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> Fuckos. <laughs> nice. <laughs> but now I'm getting to the point where I'm like, you, you're not going to tell me what to do. I mean, in general, I'm going to wear a mask, of course, but every once in a while I got to take my breaths. And if no one's around and uh, I need to take a breath. And then what? Some sneaky Pete's going to come around uh, the corner and, and openly, it says openly scold you. They're going to openly scold you. Ah, it's just the worst. Rachel, you still out there? Rachel in the private Facebook group. We have a great group. Got a nice number in there, a little over 100 people. What are we up to? 116, 117 people? Uh, we might add a few more. You click support now on the regular Facebook page, and you can join us. It's nice. But she posted some, um, some article, and she's like, why isn't anyone talking about this? And basically, there's a volcano off the coast of Africa. Maybe someone could help me with this one, too. I, gotta, I think i got to start writing stuff down. Because I'll read something, and then I'll try to like uh, uh, talk about it off the top of my head. But basically, this volcano... It's erupting. It's, a, it's a, uh, a relatively new island, which means it's only like, I think they said 4 billion years old. That's a new island. You think your life matters? <laughs> they talk about uh, baby islands because they're brand new, only being 4 billion years old or something like that. 
they're saying the fault line's getting bigger and bigger, basically, and and uh, the fault line's at the top of a a, a decent sized mountain, and basically they're saying that eventually either an earthquake or a volcano is gonna splinter part of this mountain off into the ocean, and it's gonna it's gonna create like a super uh, tsunami that could do major damage to the east coast of America. And then the experts said that, um, you know, it's just numbers, obviously. But he's like, you know, it could be up to millions dead from this thing. And all it is, they don't know when it's going to happen. But if it does happen, there's going to be so much rock and dirt falling into the ocean. It's going to create like a super tsunami. Um, Look it up. They've been saying that shit for years. Well, they say that about Yellowstone, right? They say that, yeah, the Yellowstone thing. Yeah, there you go. Same thing with Yellowstone. Yeah, they, there's, uh, they say if, if there's an eruption in Yellowstone, man, it'll block out the sun and we're all in a lot of trouble. They're very nervous about that. Andrea's like, what the hell? Well, Andrea, you're like uh, into the weather and stuff. I think that's sort of weather related, right? This is why we need a wall on the East Coast. The ocean is... Illegally trying to enter this country. Build that wall. <laughs> you know, eventually, because I'm, I'm in New York City, and they're obviously saying as the waters continue to rise, it's going to flood out in New York City. No, it's not. We'll get to a point where we'll figure out a lock system or some kind of engineering uh, marvel that uh, will keep this island doing just fine. You know, places like New York City and Manhattan, they're going to protect these uh, these things, these cities. They're worth too much to the world. Sadly, they'll let uh, very, very poor areas flood out because they don't care because they, they know uh, those places don't bring in the money. But a place like Manhattan, they'll, they'll fucking build a giant dome around this thing if they have to, to protect it. That's just the facts. Opie, did you react to Trump's calls back in the day like Melania did to him at the World Series? I've never had the flu, Linga. I, I told you that with Trump, I don't know if Anthony supports him or not, but I could, I, could, I could absolutely say this, and this is the God's honest truth. We loved when Trump uh, called the show. He was entertaining as all hell, gave us great radio, but we all knew he was full of shit. And a lot of times we were laughing at him, not with him, how ridiculous the guy was. And that's the fact. But he gave us great ratings, knew how to kiss our ass. He knows how to kiss people's ass where you're like, fuck, now I got to love this guy. He knows how to play with your ego. Uh, Big hi to the private Facebook group. Thank you guys for all your love and your support. Hope you had a good Halloween. If you want to join us, you just click support now on my regular Facebook page, but be cool. We don't have assholes in there. We don't have haters. Or if we if, or if we do, they don't last long. We, we just keep it light and easy, and it's a nice community, and we just bust each other's balls. But you can tell there's just love in the room, which I like, okay? And if you gave me a few bucks, thank you. It helps uh, motivate me to turn this on and do this on a regular basis. And with that said, I think I got to, like, start cooking sausage. Some sausage and pasta and red sauce for the kids. Guys, have a good night. We'll talk soon. Bye-bye. Bye-bye now.